0: Hi, this is Lauren Lakis, and you are listening to my chapter on As the Story Grows.
1: Welcome to the next chapter of As the Story Grows. I'm Brian Patton. This week, we welcome singer and actress Lauren Lakis to the podcast. Lauren is an artist I discovered on Bandcamp and quickly became a fan of. She released Daughter Language earlier this year. Lauren is also an actress who stars in the movie Confessions of a Teenage Jesus Jerk, which is currently available for free on Amazon. Check it out. Lauren talks about her early reverence for music that kept her from writing her own songs, how a break-in helped her pursue acting, and unpacking her role as a daughter through music. This was a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoy getting to know Lauren Lakers.
0: Um, I just got kind of sick of LA yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I got sick of it I mean I already started to feel kind of sick of it and then I attempted to move to Portland in the winter time uh like right before COVID and I don't I don't recommend moving to the Pacific (laughs) Northwest in in January um so yeah, so I, I moved back to LA like April first last year.
1: It's a Good yeah. time to be in California, right?
0: Amazing. <laughs> uh,
1: sick of this place, yeah. and I will be stuck inside for the next year. Yep. Why? Why Austin?
0: Yeah. Um, it's warm still. <laughs> uh, it's very warm, actually, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, the music scene here gotcha. and um, yeah, I, I can, I act too. So mm-hmm. I can still do that here. And honestly, I mean, you can kind of be anywhere at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, just better quality of life. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to pay $1, 15, 1600 a month for rent anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I was reading about the great migration from Californians to Texas. That's like a thing. Dude. It's it crazy. is, yeah. I was like, well, don't move to California. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and I did not, so awesome. Where'd yeah. you grow up? I grew up in Baltimore. Okay, all right. Yeah, because aren't you in Philly? I'm, I'm back in Maryland now. I just moved oh, really? like a month ago, yes. Wait,
0: where are you So in I'm, I'm, in, I'm
1: in Montgomery County. I'm in Rockville. Okay. So, yeah.
0: All right, yeah. I, I grew up like in the city. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean kind of. It wasn't really that nice. <laughs> well, to be fair though, I was I was pretty much in Fells Point.
1: Okay. which which is pretty that's, cool. That's pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, Fells yeah. Point is like nice. That's where I don't know, I've not been to Baltimore in so long. It used to be like you could go certain places and not other places, but uh.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're in Falls Point, if you go like three blocks in a certain yeah. direction, like it's not nice you to like have to fend for your life a little bit,
1: but yeah, yeah, we used yeah. to go to auto bar all the time, yes, and it's like me too. If you parked your car in the wrong spot, it's like you're gonna lose a window,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Yep. So, what was what was childhood like in Baltimore? <laughs> in Baltimore.
0: Um, I mean. Like I always compare Baltimore City to a real life Gotham City. <laughs> uh, like the wire.
1: Yeah. That is oh, actually I love it. Yeah, it is.
0: That is <laughs> Yeah. So I mean like, you know, I it was nice to grow up on the water, like right on the Chesapeake Bay. Um yeah. I spent a lot of time like on, like my mom's boyfriend had a boat and so we would go out there all the time. And um, I like people are very real <laughs> in Baltimore City. And so um, I appreciate that. And I think it like, it made me appreciate just like genuine people mm-hmm. and be able to like spot genuine people very easily. Um, and I like, I love dark art. I appreciate dark art. Uh, yeah, because it's it's kind of a dark place. So yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that comes through in your music. This is it's all oh, piecing together now. Um <laughs> it the darkness. <laughs> sad girl breakfast at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, wow.
0: it's direct Baltimore influence right yeah, there. There
1: we go. <laughs> uh, what what came first? Your love for acting or your love for music? Or was it kind of simultaneous in like music theater
0: no, definitely music was first. Um I actually was never really like a big film buff. Um, I mean, even, even now it's kind of embarrassing. There are so many classic films that I haven't (laughs) seen, Um, but yeah, definitely music first. But I feel like I was just not confident at all, you know? So I I just never really pursued it. Like for me, music was so important that Mm -hmm. I think I was like, i dare not write my own songs and taint (laughs) music as a whole or something i I don't know i just yeah it was like so holy and just i I don't know i looked at a lot of musicians as like just angels or something you know it was like i dare not touch it or something but um yeah, like luckily I got over that.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're yeah, we're all just imperfect artists, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What was what were those records or that what was the thing that got you into music that fueled this passion, this godlike wonder at music?
0: Like when I was um a kid or like yeah, like or, what or made in me in general
1: later. What just what was
0: well um <laughs> I mean, I think, I think when I was a kid, I always looked up to female musicians that were really loud and outspoken and unapologetic and just so themselves, you know? Um, I have mixed feelings about Courtney Love now because, like, as an adult, I'm just like, ooh, I don't know if we would actually get along and be yeah. friends. <laughs> but, you know, as as like a 14 year old with no self-esteem, you know, I was just like, Oh wow. She's, she's so punk rock, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I just, um, just really appreciated that a lot. And yeah, like Shirley Manson and PJ Harvey and just like all the, I loved all the nineties ladies, um, cat power. Yeah. Yeah. So so, yeah, and then I finally kind of let go um, of, like, well, I really just was put into surrender mode. Um, personally, I, so I, I had sang in a band probably back in 2013, 2014, and then I went through just this really horrendous time, personally, breakup, mom was in a car accident, mm-hmm. just everything, you know, all at once. And I took this road trip. I just drove across the country and back. And I was listening to all of my favorite female artists. And I just felt like I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, at that point, I had been acting for a while. And so I kind of had an idea of entertainment (laughs) in general. And um, yeah, I, I at that point was like, screw it. I'm just going to write my own album and I don't care if it sucks. Yeah. So that, that's a very powerful place to write from or create yeah. anything from.
1: Yeah. Is that in the like early stages of what would become ferocious or even? Pre- yeah. That?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would become ferocious. So it always astonishes me even today, um, you know, to hear people That like really love ferocious because for me it's it's like i didn't know what i was doing at that point Mm -hmm. you know um but i think maybe maybe that's part of the appeal of it too is it's just so raw and there's nothing technically Perfect. I mean, luckily I did have a producer, Yeah. God bless him, who <laughs> would let me know if things were like out of key, but it was just all feeling, the yeah. whole thing. So, yeah.
1: I think that's why people tend to gravitate towards debut albums from any artist. It's like that, like, hey, it's that record you've been writing your whole life that you get to put out there and then it's just like this unbridled, like, I don't know what I'm doing just here yeah. over the place, like... <laughs> fuck it here's my art right <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's really powerful and i think all artists need to know that you're gonna make bad art quote yeah. unquote um yeah but it, it's special
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. i was trying to uh, listening to the new album and going back like trying to figure out like if i could figure out a headspace of your influence but when you say like pj harvey surely Manton, like all that comes through and I'm like, okay, I hear that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a nineties influence, I think to mostly everything that I've put out at this point. Um, but yeah, like I remember I was into hardcore and then I was into more (laughs) electronic stuff. So, um, I I think I can appreciate pretty much all the genres as, as long as it's real, you know, and not, overly polished and overproduced yeah that whole genuine thing again
1: At what point did you decide, like, I want to try my hand at acting too? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so I was in school and I mostly was focusing on photography and I randomly took an acting class just because I had some other elective that I needed to fill. So, um, yeah, I took acting and I was really in love with it because I, I think the common thread throughout all of the creative stuff that I've done is just wanting to tell a story, the human story. um, Yeah. Like what, what is it like to be human? And I think, I think we have to tell stories so that we all feel less alone. And um, yeah, so I, I fell in love with acting and I was all conflicted inside because I had just devoted everything to photography. And then, one day my car was broken into in baltimore city (laughs) (laughs) and the only reason all this stuff was in my car is because i was going to the dark room that day so just in one go they grabbed a bag that had my camera a box of every single print like like all my best prints oh man and then a binder with every negative that i had ever made in my life you know like this thick um just gone it was like any evidence that I was a photographer just Mm. just gone so that's that's how that happened (laughs) I was like well okay
1: that's that's rough I like that there's this thread of like photography and music and like acting it's just like not I don't know do you have you ever felt like you needed to pick a lane or it's just like I could just be creative and express different parts of my personality in these different ways and just i don't have to have one stick i can do it all
0: i did feel pressure to pick a lane i'm not really sure why i mean especially at that point when i almost felt guilty for loving acting Mm
2: -hmm. it's like
0: why (laughs) (laughs) you can do multiple things yeah um yeah and i guess with the with acting and music with that combination it's i don't really have much judgment about it now but i think i think sometimes like there is judgment from people that are like oh well she's an actress so she can't be taken seriously as a musician Mm -hmm. but i don't know i i think nowadays that's not really that's not really something that i experience anymore
1: yeah, were there any uh, people you looked up to who were kind of doing it both? Or that was like Juliet Lewis, who had her rock band, or Amber Tamblyn doing like poetry on the side, or was it just like you're in your own headspace?
0: Mm, I've never really thought about that. I mean, Juliet Lewis, I, I definitely respect and look up to a lot, but interestingly, not not because she's both an actor and a musician. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I haven't really made that connection with, with any of the women that I look up to now, to be totally honest. Um, most, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of like, like Zooey Deschanel. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, that's another one. Yeah. I
0: I don't, I tend to like them for one thing Yeah, (laughs) and not really for both.
1: I'm I'm trying to think about like actors or people who, who are doing both and I'm like, yeah, like, Bacon Brothers aren't very good band, or like for the Russell Crowe's band or whatever. Like, I don't yeah,
0: know. I think Limited. what tends to happen is one of the things tends to take off, mm-hmm. and then you know, I, I know for me, like if one of the things really popped off in a huge way, where it's like I had to devote all my time and energy to it, then that's what I would have to do. You know,
1: no.
0: the other would take it back a back seat a little bit.
1: Yeah. No. So I assume acting brought you to LA.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Was <laughs> your, your try to make it work from there.
0: <laughs> was I, what was the question? Was I trying to make it work from there?
1: Well, Yeah. That, no, just, that was your try to make it work. Like I know people always talk about that struggle of like, I moved to LA with my heart full of dreams and like,
0: oh, nobody yeah. wants to
1: talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> What was your experience yeah. like trying to find work as an actress?
0: Well, um to be honest, I had spent about 4 months in Tokyo before okay. I moved to LA and I was auditioning in Tokyo. So like that was such a crazy and alienating experience that like moving to LA. Why?
1: Yeah, why Tokyo? Why oh, what was what took you there that that you would try to make it work there first?
0: well I didn't I didn't move there specifically for acting you just went there Um, because okay I just yeah I just went I was teaching English there a little bit yeah just like random I really like to travel (laughs) so yeah I was like well I think before moving to LA because I I knew (laughs) once you're in LA that you can't leave really (laughs) it's really difficult so I was like I better go travel before I do that so yeah, I did that and then somehow ended up like auditioning in Tokyo. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go to LA now. So to be fair, um, having that really difficult experience before going to LA made up made LA seem like not really such a big deal, Yeah. but, um, yeah, it's really hard. The first year in LA is so weird. Everything is weird people like like all of it but they're also amazing mm-hmm. so because yeah you're you're in the city full of other people who had that same thought of like I have a dream and I'm gonna do this crazy thing and just try it I was broke as a joke like yeah. I think yeah but that's also part of the fun yeah no <laughs> like barely surviving and it's so fun
1: It's the same as any musician or band that goes on tour and it's like you sleep in a van and you're just like, it was the best summer of my life and we lost a thousand dollars or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was your first like acting gig where you were like something you landed where you were like, oh my God, I'm doing it. Or like (laughs) that moment of like.
0: (gasps) Uh, Well, I had started acting in films when I was still living in Baltimore. Okay. So um, I was auditioning for things in Maryland, D.C., Virginia, Pennsylvania, and I was booking some small indie films and some random commercials and okay. industrials and things, and then I don't even remember how exactly this happened, but I booked a role in uh, uh, Ed Sanchez. He is the guy who directed The Blair Witch Project.
1: hmm Yeah. I, I-
0: Okay. So he lives I, in Maryland. I
1: know him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think what happened was a friend had invited me to do a reading for lovely Molly. And so I had to go to Ed's house and the reading took place in his basement and he's a huge star Wars fanatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this whole basement is just <laughs> nothing with star Wars stuff. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, "Okay, this movie is not cast yet. There are some female roles in here. <laughs> this is not an audition, but this is an audition." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I tried my best to like look cool, but not look like I tried too hard.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: that fine balance. And I did the reading, uh, and I ended up getting cast as um, like a smaller role, like one of Molly's friends and it was SAG. So I became SAG eligible because of it, which was a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I ended up going to South by Southwest in Austin to watch it for the first time. And so I'm sitting there at South by Ed's right there and I'm watching it and I'm like, Oh cool, all my scenes are deleted. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then turns to me and he's like, I'm really sorry. I'm like,
1: oh, oh my God. I'm <sighs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. Wish I would have been told before. Yeah. Still would have come. Still would have come and supported and watched it. But yeah, there's like one one little like blip of me laughing. And that's it yeah (laughs) yeah but it was still really exciting
1: that's also yeah looking through your filmography you got like some music videos in here for guar music video (laughs) asking alexandria like it's phenomenal (laughs) Uh,
0: i can do it all (laughs) yeah uh i did that guar video before moving to la too that we shot in virginia
1: But it seemed like the acting thing started to take off for you. I mean, pre-COVID anyways, like you were in uh, Confessions of a Teenage Jesus Jerk, which is a phenomenal Mm -hmm. film name. Uh, I watched the trailer today and I was like, oh, Oh, I want to watch that movie.
0: You should. (laughs) It looks wild. It's a really good movie. (laughs) It looks like
1: something that kind of really happened to a cousin of mine.
0: (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's, I mean, I, I, can't say this about a lot of the movies that I've been in, but this one is a really good movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's the, my favorite film I've ever worked on. But um, yeah, it's very it's very true to life. Uh, the author, Tony Duchesne, he wrote a book by the same name and um, Eric Stoltz ended up directing this film I think he actually put up a lot of his own money in order to produce it because the story was that important to him. And uh, yeah, Tony was on set to oversee everything. He was part of the script writing process. In fact, he probably wrote the script actually. Um, yeah. Anyway, I could gush about that film.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's awesome. But you had some roles on big little lies, Broswood, Dr. Ken, like big little lies. I've heard of that.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good show too that's a really good show all-star cast um you know I had like a small role in one episode and yeah that was a big deal for me too but you know I think like I'm very grateful that I was able to have a lot of success Mm -hmm. in LA in acting um but it, it kind of got to this point for me where I felt like unless I'm a series regular on a show again, I want a better quality of life. Like I Mm -hmm. don't want to keep chugging along on this grind um, just to book like, yeah, a co-star once a year or something, you know, I I could see how it goes year by year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I worked with a bunch of actors uh, who would do voiceover work and they would go down to Baltimore and like they'd have a day where they, a dead guy on the wire or homicide before the wire um, yeah and it was like yeah he was a corpse in this episode of that this is his role for the day uh, so yeah you, you see the struggle and, and how tough it can be Switch gears to your music earlier this year you released daughter language back in January I'm curious how COVID affected this release if at all or COVID gave you time to (laughs) to work on it and, and perfect it
0: yeah so I actually don't feel like COVID was detrimental at all to the release of it I feel like one of the benefits of last year was that people had a lot more time to consume media and Mm -hmm. they were looking for it. They were actively seeking it. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of new, new music that was coming out. So I felt like I was able to garner a little more attention maybe than I would have if it were normal times. Mm -hmm. So I was able to get a lot of good press, um, and people were really supportive as well just fans who were willing to donate to live stream shows or buy merch or just straight up like donate just for the heck of it um and yeah I had a lot more time and a lot of time to just think about what kind of videos I wanted to make or like what kind of art should go with each single and, and actually have time to release. I think it was five tracks before yeah. the album and every track had a different theme to it and different art to be made along with it. And that was really, really fun. So um, yeah, I was, I was blessed to receive more than enough unemployment money than, you know, I could have asked for yeah. um, and just time. Cause I've been such a workaholic pretty much forever. It's kind of a Baltimore thing too. There's some sort of work ethic there. Um, So yeah, to just like chill and just like lay in a park and let my imagination go and think about how I wanted to do things was so wonderful.
1: Is there a theme on this record? It seems like uh, whether or not lyrically connected, like you had an aesthetic and vibe you were going for.
0: Well, so it's called daughter language. Yeah. And so a lot of it was me kind of pondering all the ways that I show up as a daughter, uh, whether it's the daughter of my mother, the daughter of my father, mm-hmm. the daughter of you know God after being raised in Catholic school my whole life, um, the daughter of all of my ancestors leading up to this point in time that's a lot to unpack, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it, and it kind of encapsulates everything in life. You know, I, I, feel like the way that we're raised our different influences. Um, it, it just totally impacts our behaviors today, our mindsets, it's everything. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a question of, why am I the way that I am? <laughs> and just just musing on that a little bit.
1: That's cool. That's cool. I saw you uh, just played a show. It's Your first show. Yeah. Uh, real show for the record. How was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so cool. It was so magical. Yeah, it was out in Joshua Tree in the desert. My set time was right at sunset. It was so freaking cool. <laughs> The best first show back. I, I don't, I mean, I have another show book now for Houston. Yeah. Also at a very rad venue, but I'm like, I don't know how the second show is going to compare to the Joshua Tree show. Um, Yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that one. It was just, it was very cool. It was very cold. Oh, yeah. But uh yeah. And the audience was very warm and receptive and there was just no talk of COVID, you know, I'm just so tired of talking about it. I was like, Oh God, you know, (laughs) like, is this just going to be a night of everybody talking about it? But it wasn't.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, That's awesome. How many COVID questions have I asked you tonight?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, but you, you, you kind of have to. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, this record's been out since January. It's um, phenomenal. What's the rest of the year look like for you? And you're in Austin now. Is, is your hope to to try to tour at some point or um, get back into acting and you have something coming up? or
0: Yeah, So, um, so as far as music goes, I just recorded six songs in Portland in wow. January. So, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing with COVID, bring up <laughs> COVID, uh, I had a lot more time to write and demo yeah. things. So, and a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I was writing last year, I mean, you know, you were there last year, yeah. you got to experience <laughs> all of it too. Uh, some of these tracks are a little more aggressive, yeah. honestly, this newer stuff. Um, yeah, I needed to just let some things out and um yeah so i'm i'm finishing that up uh needs to be mixed and all of that um so i'm i'm thinking about what that release is going to look like probably not till 2022 you know when things are like all the way normal and tours are without a doubt gonna happen (laughs) so Yeah. And I mean, I'm based in Austin now, so I definitely want to start playing locally and having been in LA, I've toured the West coast and the Mm -hmm. Southwest a lot. So it would be great to use this as a home base and even go up the East coast. I've never played Baltimore. So yeah. Um, And then with acting, it's so funny. And this is how life works all the time. As soon as I left LA, I've been booking acting work like crazy.
1: That's, <laughs> yeah, <that's great.
0: laughs> so, it is. It's great. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this, I guess. Uh, just keep doing, uh, honestly, I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, it's like, I think if you just follow your heart, it, yeah. everything falls into place. But um, yeah, I did an episode of there's this new show on HBO. It's, uh, it's called the sex lives of college girls and i did an episode of that in march and i actually get to play and sing on that one even though it's a comedy it's a very funny song and then uh (laughs) i'm actually gonna fly to portland at the end of this month to work on um a film called showing up it's uh directed by kelly reichart it's gonna be out through a24 i don't know if you're familiar with a24 but they have put out pretty much every single one of my favorite movies that have come out in the last few years.
1: All right. So All right.
0: that's very exciting for me. So, yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Is there something uh, inspiring you differently musically as you write these days, or is it just being more comfortable in who you are as a singer songwriter?
0: Yeah, I'm really happy these days. Yeah. Like just very happy and very much at peace with myself just very grateful and very content and um yeah so i feel like and of course being in austin now too i feel a little more influenced by western styles and um yeah i I think at some point there's probably gonna be a slightly country (laughs) they're just like a little country and inspired Yeah, buy records, even if you don't buy my record, just like, just buy records from artists because um, damn, Spotify sucks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, yeah, we put a lot into it. And um, yeah, it, it just, it means a lot to artists when you actually buy like the physical product. So thank you, Brian, for buying the record.
1: listening to As The Story Grows. Our theme song was written and composed by the legendary Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe on iTunes and give the show a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, click on the Patreon link at AsTheStoryGrows.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening.
2: I never felt so joy-